This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Once again, from SEMA 2015 in the MagnaFlow booth, we are doing yet another Universe podcast. This time, Jason Connor has lost himself in the building somewhere, and Jonathan Klein is here as our trusty fill-in once again. You were kind of the, I don't know, the co-co-hostuser person. I don't know. You're you're in the mix somewhere, and of course, today we've got Weistech in the building. So, what's going on, man? Nothing much, just uh, trying to get the SEMA show going, meeting up with our vendors, uh, having a good time. Yeah? So, big unveilings while you're here? Big unveilings. Uh, Monday, biggest unveiling right now is the AMG GT uh, W3 Turbos being released. I heard about this. Yes. Um, You know, getting ready for those, going back to the track, and we're going to beat our own record for the second time now. So okay. we're going to try pushing the envelope. From so right now you guys are running, what, a 10-second? 10.8? Yeah, 10.8. Yeah, we broke the record. So are you going one. for nines? With the W3s, not nines, but hopefully uh, lower into the tens. Okay. And it's it was on stock tire. Um, our competitors were using race tire on, on different wheel setups, you know. So we're going to actually get a little more aggressive with our wheel setup this time and try getting into the lower tens. So what is it actually putting down to the wheels right now? Stock wheel horsepower is a 480 wheel. Okay. Um, For wheel horsepower figures on the W3 turbos, I cannot release that at this moment, but it will be done on Monday. Okay. And we'll have those numbers. (laughs) But it's it's a drastic increase. I mean, torque figures over 120 wheel over what it makes stock, so... I've kind of waited on that. I've been saying, because everybody knows that the turbo, the 911 turbo, you can crank up the power on that pretty easy. I mean, yeah. that's what our buddies over at BBI do. Yeah. That's 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 Batim's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been waiting, you know, I've, I've always, really, since the first designs of the GT leaked out, I was just like, oh, this is a car I like. Because as much as I like the Porsche, I really like what Mercedes been doing with the V8s, and just, it's got a nice different look to it. It's not the Porsche, it's not the Viper, it's not the Vet. It's a whole different beast. And it's not the R8. Not that I, I love all of those cars. Yeah. It's just Mercedes is finally playing in the field. Yeah. And I, I was I was waiting for the other shoe to drop for somebody like you or you know or you know Rentec or somebody to come along and go, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna up this one a little bit. Yeah, well I mean that platform for us, the direct injection 4.0 mm-hmm. is an amazing motor. I mean, like I said, I can't say horsepower figures, but what we're pushing to that through that thing was unbelievable. Even calibration was like, oh my god, this motor's capable of so much, and it's a four liter. We're so bummed they went from a you know a six six two to a yeah. to a four. We're like, oh my god, you know, this is gonna take less displacement, means you know, race fuel all that. Mm-hmm. But we were wrong. We we're wrong. Direct injection with those motors has given us so much more capabilities. And putting these turbos in the car and seeing what it does. It's amazing, you know. It's a V8, and they're Formula One champions for a reason. They make the best motors. Yeah, period. I mean, they dominated F1 because they did the split, the split turbo design, and they were the first ones to come up with that design for that series. And it's just like, 
oh yeah, this makes sense. We're going to take the hot side of the turbo and the cold side of the turbo, separate them by about oh twenty exactly. inches, exactly, and we're going to dissipate all that heat using the engine block as a heat sink. Okay, yeah. let's do it. And and this this model also gives us the ability to fit. Obviously, a big tire in the back, you know, because a lot of concerns for the C63 sedan are we can't fit the 305s, the 325s right. in the back. You know, we're stuck to 285s, which right. is a problem when you're pushing the power we're trying to make it do, you know? Oh, and that's always been Mercedes thing. You know, well, not always, but I mean, since since they've gone batshit with the 6.2, mm-hmm. you know, that's when I kind of look at Mercedes and I'm like, okay, once the 6.2 came out, that's when they really got crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the supercharged stuff that was before that was cool, but they really kind of kicked it off in the last, I don't know, seven or eight years or so. Yeah. And they've been, all of the cars have just been drift monsters because you can't get enough tire under them. And then exactly. I'm sure that's also by design from their from their maniacal engineers. Well, yeah. I, t- I took the C63 at Willow, uh, so through nine, at 100 miles an hour, sideways. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, just let me more. tell you guys something. The, uh, the C-Coupe mm-hmm. is coming with a uh, wider tire setup, and it's going to be capable of wider tire. That was from AMG Private Lounge, actually. Mm, Got okay. that word from them. So That's good. Cool. Is that, so do you know, are they are they going to be doing uh, flares on it to accommodate that, or is it, are they going inboard? They're, I think they're flaring the outside out, like oh. the Black Series style. That'll be cool. I mean, okay, so CLK the Black, Black is going to be nuts. The <laughs> CLK Black was one of my favorite looking cars, because it's little, and it's got the big squared off fenders, and it's just such a cool car. Yeah, I've, I literally have slept in that car, because Weistek has worked on it so much. You know, that was our world record car, as yeah. you know, the nine-second car. Uh, yeah. We've spent day and night on those things. We love that model so much. It's just a beautiful car. It's timeless, too. We still look at that thing, and are like, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. The the only downside to that car was the transmission, exactly. which has unfortunately been the theme with Mercedes over the years. It's just that they've been kind of disappointing on, on the transmissions. I haven't had any time in the GT. The new ones are good. So they've finally caught up on the DCT. Um, so we have upgraded our clutches, um, and recently we have a clutch capable of we we've been pushing the car past 12 you know 1200 horsepower mm-hmm. and uh clutches have been old, holding out really well it's a revised clutch setup we have on it in house unbelievable and now we're uh, shipping the sets out to uh dealers and uh you know our shops our local shops international shops we ship them out the transmission clutch sets and they install it into the transmission themselves and we have not heard one complaint. So it's yet. it's pretty much a drop in. So the rest of the transmissions that stout. Yep. Wow. That's that's a big improvement because it, it was, was just, a problem. It yeah. was it, it was a major problem. Yeah, and with our stage threes on the seven two two nine, which obviously they're pushing the new C sixty threes having GTs also uh, right. a different a different model, but you know the C class, the CLS, the you know all of them CL, they still hold those transmissions, the E class. So we came out with the seven two two nine clutches it's our second revision now and they're literally bulletproof clutches i mean unbreakable that's that's cool because so yeah we get customers having that same problem like okay you know if we put your turbos and we do your downpipes what about the t- transmission we're afraid of that you know and plus they're driving a hundred thousand dollar car you don't want to have a slipping transmission with that thing so no. we attack that right off the bat we've been in development for these clutches for about two and a half years now so we finally finished and are very happy with the end product yeah yeah and that that's a big differentiator because yeah let's be honest a lot of people can go on both bigger turbos on and maybe do a a remap maybe not a perfect remap yeah 
But to, for you to be able to come in with a complete package and go, oh, yeah, and we, we're going to take care of your transmission, too. Not everybody has that. I mean, nobody. there's very few people that have the capability of going out and manufacturing clutches and everything, too. Yep. So that's pretty unique that you guys can offer that at the same time. Yep. Not a lot of people also want to do that. They just they don't want to invest the R&D you know, into actually building a more robust transmission. Exactly. It's good that you guys are doing it because you need it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're offering product variety that requires it, so we have to figure out a way to offer it. So when it comes to turbo plumbing and everything, because now the Mercedes motors are all hot fees, um, is it... Are you finding it's easier to take care of the turbo swaps, or is it actually becoming more difficult in some regards because you have to redesign all of the other plumbing? Um, I mean, to be honest, I can't go into the technical aspect too much. Without divulging too much, yeah, obviously. No, no, not, yeah. and not even divulging, but yeah. um, as, far as, as far as the turbos, um, since it's you know on top of the valley of the mm-hmm. motor, um, it's becoming an easier task to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, yeah, it's, it's actually easier for us now that they... They re, uh, you know, they put the turbos on top of the valley next to the side, right? Because the M157 model was probably one of the most difficult engineering feats, um, and I don't know if you guys have heard, we were doing the W4s for that, which should be coming out um, in December. Okay. And and the the design on that was, you know, a very very difficult engineering feat. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot easier. That now that they've changed it to be a top valley turbo, yeah, and it's it, the efficiency increases are just spectacular. Oh yeah, the mean, heat's going, you know, the heat rises. Yeah, you know, so if you're going to put it on top of the valley and let it rise, you know, to the atmosphere, you know, there was pretty yeah. smart idea, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's like duh. Well, and somebody brought up to me one of the remote mounted turbos uh, that the num- the company has three letters in their name and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go, yeah, let's put a turbo seven feet away from the motor and then send the mo- send the air seven feet back. That sounds efficient, <laughs> you know. You're yeah. gonna lose. You're losing all your thermal efficiency and then yeah. adding lag in with all that extra crap. So yeah, we have some very you know we're an engineering business. That's yeah. what we are. We take the most pride in your your you know you're putting an exhaust system on the car. You don't have to kink it and try getting it fit in the place. The thing bolts on. It bolts on. It's yeah. not. That's what we. That's literally what will keep us in business and you know keep us growing. We we make engineer products that. Well, let's be honest. I mean, when you start dealing with these cars, I mean, you're not dealing with the cheapest cars in no. the world. And there's an ex- there's an expectancy of, of fit and finish. I mean, somebody can go on eBay and spend three hundred dollars on some cheap char- knockoff headers for their Mustang and whatever. They don't yeah. care. You know. Not to say that there's anything bad with that. I mean, you get what you can afford to play with, and we yeah. all did when we were, you know, 16 or 17. Yeah, I was like, don't knock those Mustang hitters off <laughs> yet. We've all done that. Yeah, yeah we've, we've done it. I mean, it's what you can it's do when you're Chinese that age. Headers. But, um, you know, when you're spending, you know, when you start spending at least 70 grand on a car, you, you kind of want stuff to fit right and not squeak and, and not have to be dicked with everything. Yeah, Chris, exactly. The thing is that we deal with customers here that, are expecting nothing short of excellence. I mean, the bill's not small. And yeah. you already, I mean, just last week we had a customer that dropped off his S63 coupe. Mm-hmm. He hit, he didn't drive the car. He bought it from the dealership, got it dropped off to our facility, and just told us, make it fast, make it reliable. My, my wife drives this thing on the weekdays. That's literally what he told us. So we're like, okay, you know, these guys expect... They're, they're having their wife drive the car. They don't want something that's going to break down on the side of the road. You know, that will end our business very fast because yeah. we have a the, lot of those high-end clients. Yeah, that and, you know, there's nothing that's going to 
break a thing faster than the wife complaint factor. Oh, there you go. That's, oh, that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll, I don't that'll have spread. A, I don't have a wife, and I know that much. Yeah, yeah. You know? You'll have the car right towed right back to us if she doesn't like it. Exactly. Why the hell did you spend money on this? Yeah, you know? exactly. But and how uh, much money did you spend on this? Yeah, yeah. That okay, so you can't have that. Obviously, the GT market's probably gonna. I mean, it's new, but I'm sure that's gonna take off, and you're gonna run with that pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so you're seeing tons of potential in that. So you're doing motor work. What else are you guys doing on those? So. Um, we are doing carbon fiber. Okay. Carbon fiber works being done on the external, you know, splitters, side skirts. Um, aero stuff. Aero stuff. Beautiful stuff that's actually functional, you know. We, okay. we keep functionality. We're an engineering firm, like I said. Uh, wheels. Okay. Wheels we're doing. Uh, we're, we're trying to, we're doing the complete package. Uh, we're currently getting a lot of dealer requests. We've been building up dealer relationships all around um, globally, you know. And they've been asking for a complete package. Because right now we get dealers putting in orders for a supercharged carb legal supercharger or our... Oh, so you guys do have a carb EO on it. Yeah, yeah. Our, That's our, cool, man. Yeah, our stage one supercharger is carb legal. Cool. We, get, we get hits from Florida, from Colorado, um, buying the supercharger straight from us to the dealership. Now, okay... Forgive me, I'm not fully, you know, apprised of your entire product line. Yeah, yeah, of course. Is your supercharger is it a root blower or is it a centrifugal setup? Centrifugal. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you using somebody? Are you teaming up with somebody else for their head unit or for the head unit creation, or are you guys doing it all in house? I'm not. We're, we're doing our uh, manifold and everything in house. Okay. I, I'm not engineering. I'm not really. Okay. Okay. So that's why I said the tech questions. I'll try my Fair best enough. on them, but I don't know exactly. Hey, yet. I'll toss them your way, and if you don't, I mean, yeah, yeah. an honest answer is fine. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So that's that's the it's the worst is when somebody gives you a bullshit answer because they and don't you're have like, the real I one. know you're bullshitting. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I don't want to do that to you guys. Yeah. Um, but. As I was saying, so so the dealers are asking for the AMG GTs. Obviously, mm-hmm. our platform that we're we're stepping the game up here, and um, they're asking for wheels. Mm-hmm. They want carbon fiber. They want suspension, which we've ge- given them. We just released suspension. I don't know if you guys saw that. So okay, tell us a little bit about it so the listeners can hear. So it's a it's a you know coilover kit, and. Um, we, we introduced the uh, click design that we've actually put on Instagram. Everyone can go ahead and see it. It basically clicks for adjustment because competitors um, come out with the kits and, you know, you got to measure, you know, with the measuring tool and be like, okay, let me go around the car and make sure that, you know, I did the right thing. This one just clicks. Oh, right. so for actually the ride height, not the damping. No, ride height. It, oh, that's really it, cool. Yeah. yeah, it was something we, yeah. and we, you know, stumbled across. We're like, why don't we make this thing click so it's a lot easier? Again, we're dealing with high-end clients. Yeah. They want to adjust something in their garage and yeah. go out, you know, a night a night in Florida or, you know, a night in L.A. There's some ditches, and they want the car a little higher because they're taking out their wife. They just go in the garage, and we have the clicking system. They know their adjustment height. It's just really easy for them. See, you know? I'm sitting under there with calipers and a tape measure making sure my wheel gap is right, and i got approximately the same exactly. travel setup on all of them. And it's something so simple that we're like, you know what, we're coming into the suspension market fresh. Um, and, and we're obviously going to the GT3 race team, so suspension is something that we needed to show we're capable of doing as well. Mm-hmm. So we said, why not? You know, why not make this thing click? It's something so easy and something so you know 
useful to a customer that wants to adjust the thing at home. You know what would be cool if it was beyond just the click, like a little number dial indicator that just goes, oh, you're on 18 on this side, you're yeah. on 18 on this side. I'll, you know? take, I'll take that home with me. Thank Please, you for that. <laughs> go for it. I mean, uh, Speaking about the race team, I know you guys, we did the, we covered the press release for the race team. Now, you guys are using the 6.2 liter motor, right? Yes. Now, yeah. is that just because of GT3 specs or is it because you guys haven't fully fledged out it's, the motor yet, like in the reliability? It's GT3 specs, actually. Okay. Okay. Um, and, of course, you guys aren't one of the giant teams, so it's you can't redo a motor every exactly. year. Exactly. We can't redo a motor motor every year. Um but that's that's the spec they're holding them to, and um, well, you're limited. You're power limited in that series anyway. Exactly. So whether you're making it with the turbo or the or the the 6-2. thing is that there's a lot of conversation about the rules uh, right now. A lot of a lot of uh, deep conversation and debate on on restriction, because here's the problem: a naturally aspirated six, you know, six three is going to perform better on 100 laps consistently than two turbos in the valley, unless you're trying to make more power, right. you know. So, uh, and, and AMG is planning on, on bringing that in down the line, um, the, the four-liter t- twin turbo. But restrictions are a problem in that, in that league, so I think mm-hmm. that's why it's being held there. Well, that, and, you know, it's a new platform, too, so everybody's still figuring it out. You know, it's just like all the... But also the 6.2 is bulletproof motor. I mean, oh you can't kill that in that engine. Nope. We have a customer that we did our carb legal stage one on, mm-hmm. uh, C-class customer. He was actually one of our first. Came in, and he is at 148,000 miles with a stage one build on his car. No problems at all. No head bolt problems, which are very popular in that model. No problems at all. And the guy drives his car hard. Uh, so that that motor, here. that motor has impressed us time and time again. It's literally an engineering phenomenon. So are you guys now then looking at that motor and just seeing like okay so this is this is what's working this is what's not exactly. and then putting it onto like Bringing further R and Ds okay yeah cool. yeah yeah but again the four liters the new four liters are a motor that we are so excited to see um, on these C- new C coupes with the wider rear end a lot of customers call and say we can't get this thing to grab you know so and 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 honestly we don't have an answer for them we did suspension it helped but mm-hmm. we just need wider tire in the back yeah. so amg heard our shouts and uh, we're in close conversation with them all the time and and there was a lot of concern on traction and you know the the competitor bmw is offering that m4s m2s m3s with 325s in the back you know you can fit a lot more tires so amg actually listened to their customers and listened to us in that sense and we teamed up and said you know I think this is something that should be changed. Well, and, the, and there's a lot of competition that's coming up in that. And, you know, you've got between Audi's S line, you know, and the RS line, and then and and what Cadillac's been doing. I mean, Cadillac, as we've discussed this a lot, they're not quite at the same level as interior goes. But chassis dynamics and, and the engines at this point are they're right up there with yeah. the with the M stuff. Absolutely, and stuff. absolutely. So it's they're all going to have to start start stepping up the their game, game because, frankly, off the line right now, the Cadillac stuff got more motor and which is crazy we never thought we'd see that day over mercedes i mean exactly. mercedes is always the one with the crazy motors and now like okay Cadillac's going to put a 650 horsepower motor in the cts exactly. granted there are cooling issues right now but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah you know i i would much rather see them go turbo but uh that'll happen eventually it will. too it will it'll follow suit the turbo is just more efficient and yeah people like gas mileage so 
I'm guessing, guessing some of that has to do with existing contracts with Eden and things exactly. like that. you got to ride out those contracts. Finish them up, yep, exactly. But, so, okay, so you've got the GTs are a badass car, and I can't wait to... I have not spent any time in it yet. I really, really want to. That's fast. one that I'm... Yeah, it's so fast. stupid fast. I know that much. I've driven the stock one at Road America, and that's crazy. It's so fast. Yeah. yeah. I've been in one... I've been in one of... Uh, what was it? Uh, I was in one of the 63 cars. It was one of the big coupes. I can't remember which. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was, but it was it was a few years ago. Uh, so I've been in those. I've been in a lot of the Mercedes, and they're, they're just fun. They're madness machines. Yeah. Have, are you guys playing with the CLA platform at all in the GLA? Yes, we okay. are. We are actually, uh, believe it or not, we get the most demand in our CLA platform, our GLA CLA platform. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Internationally, the CLA is allowed in a lot more countries than the V8s because people have restrictions on, you know, on size, taxes, and yeah, and, yeah. and they don't even let them. They, and, they don't let them in some countries, especially in, in China. It's exorbitantly expensive to bring in anything over there. What is it? Uh, Three point six liters. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're getting we're getting hits from Tbilisi, Georgia, crazy, you know, countries that we've never had customers before. You know, a lot of South America, because South America has restrictions on the yeah. V8s as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of big orders for the CLA platform. So some things we have, um, as of now, we have the downpipe, full ECU calibration. We just released the cold air intake. Mm-hmm. And um, there are some photos of our uh, W4 as well for that package. So now we've, WiseTech has moved into a W1, W2, W3, W4, okay. W5 type of... So that's your stage one, stage two, stage so Exactly. Yeah. And, and it just kind of, you know, we're badging it and creating awareness on exactly what our platforms are. There's no there's no gray area here. So uh, CLA is getting that same treatment, actually. Um, we're going, you know, we're doing the bigger turbo on that as well and, yep. and pushing the envelope on that, which... Now, so my issue initially, and this was this was early days of CLA 45 AMG, uh, had a press car, and I had a lot of issues with the transmission being, even though it was a dual clutch, it being very hesitant to switch gear on me. Mm-hmm. Was that an issue that they resolved later, or is that kind of just intrinsic to that, that generation of the transmission? So... Um, we actually offer a TCU uh, tune, mm-hmm. and and it actually really helps that problem. AMG attacked that problem themselves as well with the clutch. Um, didn't they do an update for the they GLA? Did. They did. Yeah. They did an update for the GLA, and CLA is coming as well. So yeah. Okay, that, so they knew that that was an issue. Is it just a software issue where they were being where they weren't being very aggressive? Yes. In doing, so it was a torque management thing. Yes. Okay. okay. Yep. Yep. And and they they attacked that, and and people still were. Uh, we're complaining a little bit, so uh, basically we we enabled it to shift a little firmer and faster in that sense. So, you know, customers we hear what they have to say, and that was a, you just said exactly what I've heard from probably five CLA customers in a day calling saying we do not like this tranny, we want to get rid of the car, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, no, don't get rid of the let car. Let me talk let's to engineering just, here. Let me some fix stuff. something for you. Yeah. You know, so that was a that was an opportunity that became blatantly obvious then. Exactly. They were, I mean, a lot of the journalists that were driving those early CLA 45s, they were saying the exact same thing. And yep. then all of a sudden, then Mercedes was like, oh, okay, maybe we are listening to that. And then they're like, oh, we'll do it on the GLA. Which yeah. was, I really wanted, I wanted to love that car when I got it. Because I'm like, this is, this is what I wanted to see. It was a nicer version of the WRX and Evo format, you know. And now they're making, I think it's, they're shipping them with 370 horsepower out of the door. Yeah. 
It's out of the... It's insane. It really is. I mean, the only cars that I can think of that were doing that were like the Evos in, in the UK where they were selling with the FK, you know, FQ. the FQ400s and things like that. I'll tell you guys something. Um, we've been doing some major testing on this chassis. Mm-hmm. And again, these new... When, I, when we saw the CLA 2-liter pushing what it did out the door, we're like, you know, we had, a, we had a director's meeting, and we're like, you know, we have this art thing. We put the picture on the wall. We're like, what can we offer? What do they want? Let's hear what people have to say, you know? And we're like, you know, powertrain's looking maxed out. We're so, you know, we're kind of worried that, hey, we're, we can't offer these customers what they want because yeah. the 2-liter pushing so much power. And then um, we had, you know, Steve Atneal, our calibrator, sit down and, and dyno test our in-house dyno. He dyno tests the thing. He's like, no, no, no. This thing has There's headroom. This thing has yeah. headroom. It has power to unleash. There's major restrictions. And he, uh, you know, he put in work. And this thing's still having, you know, more room to make what more What kind power. of power are you making, power levels are you making adjust, you know, available to the public on those cars right now? Um, power numbers... I think I think we're at 400 wheel right now with our cold okay. air intake, um, our downpipe, and ECU tune. So after the all-wheel drive system, you're probably 440, 450 at the crank. Higher than that. There's a little more drivetrain loss on okay. these on these uh, on these on a it's Evo a lo- it's STI. a lossy it's a lossy. It yeah, is okay. it is yeah. So you'll be making you know high up the 460, yeah. 470. Um, but. We yeah we we will be uh, we released the cold air intake power numbers will be on our website um, so yeah know. and that's that's definitely well within our you know yes our audience loves the V8s too but our audience also has a tendency to like to spend less money than that or they like to buy those secondhand so mm-hmm. the CLA is definitely in the line you know uh, of a lot of our guys that'd be like yeah this is I could do this because you know there a lot of our audiences you know late 20s to early yep. 40s and well, it's the not S- everybody has it's the grand. STI Evo market yeah. they've just moved to other yeah. cars now because the Evo is dead the WRX is not as great as it used to be well what do you have in that same market that will offer that you have uh, the CLA, your car yeah the Golf and the Focus RS and those are the only three that really give that all wheel yeah, drive which is funny yep. Because now we're talking all three were engineered within 100 miles of each other in Germany. <laughs> yeah. And, Jonathan, the thing is, um, for, the, for the CL8 platform, uh, we've, had, we've had calibration, I mean, day in and day in. And like day in is and that like your bread and butter now where you guys, your cash cow? Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. cash cow. Our, yeah. our ASVs, you know, the modern-day terminology, bluff out. Yeah. We've, I mean, we sold so many of those. And because, like I said, it's it's an international product that is being grabbed by countries that we've never seen before. You know, our our shipment our shipment carriers are like, where is this thing going? Where is this? You know, because it's yeah. going everywhere. And and we have calibration putting hours and hours and days and days of time into calibrating this perfectly because we have competitors, and we want to make sure this platform we offer them everything they want, and we're going above and beyond with our turbo upgrades W four. Um, that uh, we're getting messages on a daily basis about them asking, you know, my customer's getting pissed off. Where is this thing? He wants it so bad, you know, and we're like, just wait for us. Just wait. It'll yeah, be there. Calibration's been developing on it constantly, um, just trying to push the figures and keep the car reliable. And um, we just we just drove the thing. Uh, we're in OC, so we drove it up the grapevine all the way up to Monterey and back and did a full testing session on our calibration revisions on mm-hmm. the ECU cold air intake downpipe. 
the thing's just running beautifully. And hopefully you guys can got, come by once. I'd love to, you know, show you guys, give yeah, you guys a ride in that. Because I know a lot of, it's it's a big market, and we want to tend to them and listen to what they have to say, and it's big for us, you know. Yeah, I, I think you're actually, you guys are pretty close to my mom's house, so. Awesome, come yeah. by, yeah. So You have to. Yeah, easy. Go by, go see you guys, go swing by my mom's house for dinner, you know. <laughs> exactly. Make, it, make an afternoon out of it, you know. <laughs> But uh, so, okay, so we're at SEMA, and you've got your stuff, and you obviously, you know yourself up there. What do you want to check out while you're here? What else is cool to you that you think is like, okay, I need to go check out the Pagani or something like that? You know? Yeah. Um, Paganis are huge for us. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, they have a Mercedes motor. And soon you're going to have the Aston Martin lineup, too. Aston Martin lineup's coming up as well. Um, we've, been, we've been communicating with them a little bit mm-hmm. uh, just to get an idea of, you know, we like to get our foot in the door before anybody else. That's what puts us first and foremost, you know, the pioneer Definitely. product. That's that's our, our marketing strategy and our business strategy is the pioneer product. We'll come out with it first and make sure it's engineered the best, you know. So coming out to SEMA, um, been talking to the Asmar and Race team, mm-hmm. and, you know. Um, we've been talking to... You know, we had a Pagani owner here that we're talking to. That is amazing to me that somebody's going to go. I mean, not that amazing just because there's a lot of us psychopaths in this cartoon world. But the fact that somebody's going to take a Pagani and change it, I'm like, that's almost too, too valuable it's like I, I think that one i'd have to leave alone and just let it appreciate at the same value. time i think that's really cool that they're yeah. actually thinking oh well, let's see what you guys could do you yeah. know, you'll see get what some you have you'll get some guy from the middle east that'll be like i don't care about seven hundred thousand dollars yeah that's that sounds that's pretty accurate yeah <laughs> um and and on top of that what we're doing at sema is we have a race team you know and we have a lot of potential sponsors we're communicating with and this was our opportunity. Um, I just we I just had our one of our directors, Rod. He ha- he was meeting for the Pirelli World Challenge, um, which is which is the racing. Right, right. Yeah. And and he met there with a lot of our uh, sponsors and vendors and drivers and all that. So we're building up our relationships. You know, taking them out, talking to them, and uh, building up this race team to something great because. Uh, AMG's really focused into this GT3, and, and we're in really deep talks with them about this because it kind of puts our engineering in perspective. It shows people that, wow, these guys, they're drag racing, beating world records, and now they're racing GT3 and, you know, doing great things with it. And AMG loves, loves you know, loves that vision too because they're dominating Formula 1, and a lot of people are are getting into this, you know, Pirelli World Challenge. Their PwC spec- is exploding right now. Every manufacturer is coming into Blowing that. up. Yeah, it's ridiculous. People love to see their car a little, you know, modded up. Just the visual of it. It's like, yeah, Formula 1 doesn't look anything like my C-Class. I it's would like to It's the 50s s- adage of, you know, race on Sunday, sell on Monday. There you go. That's what you That's need to have. Exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. You, so, you literally took the motto out of my mouth. Speaking of selling on Monday, where can everybody go and find your stuff? www.ystech.com Okay, uh, that's pretty easy. And you guys uh, you guys have presence on social media as well? or Major. Um, Instagram. Yep. You know, follow Ystech. Uh, Twitter. We're active on Twitter. Uh, Facebook. You know, we share all of our events firsthand. Um, and and your local Mercedes dealership. Yeah, your local's, uh, local Mercedes dealership. We're in Anaheim, California. We're always very welcoming of, um, you know, any consumer wants to come yeah. in it's like a family it's a family deal over there you come in there we treat you like family you own a mercedes even if you know we have people that have our competitor stuff on we say you know what come on in just check our facility out you know we would love to have you guys on our side just because they get somebody else's intake doesn't mean that you won't sell them a suspension exactly so So, you know you know i'm like oh you know 
you have somebody else's tune, come in, check our intake, check our, check our downpipe, check our suspension. Even if you don't want anything from us, just come check out our facility. You know, we we're just we respect the Mercedes market and um, anybody and who wants our things. stuff. That's, that's the way you that's have the to way do it. You're sell just like, okay, All you right. have to check it out yourself. Yeah. Well, on that note, we uh, we have to get wrapped up here. I really appreciate you coming by. Yeah, I have thank to you say guys for having again, me. Thanks to Magnaflow for hosting us. Jonathan, where can we find you? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> You're Bold Ride. Uh, Bold Ride. Uh, go check us out. We actually were just doing some stuff on Wise Tech. Awesome. Um, and check me out on uh, Instagram and fa- Facebook and, and Twitter. and uh, Jonathan all, Klein. Yeah. I like to say Jonathan Klein. Jonathan. Yeah, it's yeah. O-N. Uh, Jonathan underscore Klein on all those fun things. Awesome. And as usual, you can find me at Hayes Data. Uh, if you've got a podcast you want to do, head over to my company, Shout Engine. We'll hook you up with space and hosting. And we've got all kinds of special stuff coming out on that soon. Uh, and that is... Yet another Hooniverse <laughs> from the SEMA show. Thank for, you guys for having me, so Chris and Jonathan. Thank I you guys so much. It. Really I appreciate do. it. Thank you. It's been a blast.